I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. Welcome, one and all, <laughs> to the third episode. <laughs> is this the third one? Yeah, it's the third in our season. That's cool. Yeah. That's why we kept saying three. <laughs> uh, Shut up. Time presents. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, and my zombie plans are remarkably similar to the cast, except I wouldn't stop flying away until I hit Kansas and I found a nice farm to live on. Okay. Who's... Jo- it, it would work. There are so many fucking airports to st- steal gas from, man. Like, you'd be shocked. Oh, yeah. I guess that tracks. I'll show huh. you guys a map of America, and I'll point out the 40,000 airports on it. Uh, who's joining me Can't today wait. at dawn? Oh, it's me. It's Cammy, And, yeah, Kyle, you definitely fit into my, my zombie uh, apocalypse plan. I'm following you. Wherever, oh my tummy, wherever you go, honestly, he's a I pilot. I thing with denim, denim, the human jaw can't bite through denim, so I have eight denim tuxedos to wear in case <laughs> I have to run. I think about that sometimes, because hey, you've, you've been saying that for years, and I'll just be sitting at, down working one day, and I'll be like, I can I really not bite through denim? You can't, the human musculature does not possess enough force to get through denim. Who are you, denim, denim lad? Denim lad? There are no zombie alligators. Well, hi, it's me, Ken Four, and uh, or 4A, and uh, after this movie's over, I gotta get back home to Chicago to deal with my son, Keenan, and his idiot friend, Kel. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. See, now you're mixing your you're mixing your Keenan and Kel vehicles there, Kyle. I really am. I don't know who Kevin Foray is. <laughs> He was the dad on Keenan and Kel, 60 episodes strong. I don't know that. Oh, here it goes. I can remember a single episode of Keenan and Kel. Come on. I dropped the screw uh, in the tuna? Please. You don't remember <laughs> any of it? I dropped the screw no. in the tuna. How old was Keenan when remember... he was on that show? He was like 15. Ooh. Like yeah. His, like I've been watching it was like he, he did all that. Funny. You don't think Keenan Thompson is funny? I think he's like Jimmy, like, I don't know if we've talked about this on air before, oh, but like Jimmy oh, Fallon and Pete Davidson, oh, where they're really fun to be around, but, like, he can't act. You don't think Pete Davidson is on funny? He Lonigan? Jesus I Christ. I rarely see him on the show anymore. Um, but every, like, Keenan walks onto the stage and he's like, I'm doing an impression. Ha ha ha. Yeah, he's like, wow, that was hilarious. you doing an impression. No, he, I, I don't care for him. Keenan Thompson it, it found his niche at a remarkably young age. Like he was yes, on, he was right. on all that 100%. when he was a young teen, and it was like, oh no, yeah, this is the career. Like this is it. He found I was, it. I mean, the kid was, he was doing movies before he was even on all that, or maybe it was like around the mm-hmm. same time. Because like what he made, mm-hmm. he made yeah, heavyweights. I love heavyweights. When he was like, I he must have been on all that or just before all that, and it is like. 
you can't teach that. He is a remark. He's just a remarkable player in the in the fucking you know entertainment. Yeah, world. I don't think he's ever and, had like know. a scandal or anything. He's he he purely exists to make us laugh, and I I really appreciate it. Oh, hold that hold that thought, Cammy. I'm getting a, I'm getting a, <laughs> oh, no. uh, a breaking oh, no. news. Oh my God! I can't believe it. Oh, this just in: Keenan sleeps nude in an oxygen tank that, which he believes, gives him sexual powers. First off, that's not scandal; that's science. Like, if that works, like, what, what has he discovered for us? So, what? Uh, Keenan sleeps in a bacta tank. Good for him. Just like Boba Fett. Um, Crusty old Boba Fett. But that's a podcast for uh, another time. Yes, it is. We're here to talk to you today about the one, the only. Uh, the never before heard unless you pay a dollar on Patreon to hear our last uh, mm-hmm. um, episode on this. But we are talking about today George A. Romero's 1978 classic Dawn of the Dead, which is near impossible to get on Blu-ray now. Really? It's like a Blu-ray of this is like pushing like over a hundred dollars. How? That's crazy. Uh, I think it's. I think it's because they um, I owned it at one point back when it was like a like a five dollar scary movie that they were selling at um, uh, Best Buy uh-huh. or something like around Halloween around Halloween. And then I I don't know if like the rights lapsed on it and it's like kind of not necessarily like owned by anyone. I'm not really sure what its status is currently, but as far as I'm aware, they have not made a, a new manufactured Blu-ray of this movie. So the the what is out there is basically like dead stock and it is fucking money on me. But I'm wondering now, I'm going to give it a quick Google and find out if this is still the case cuz as of like what, two Halloweens ago, this is what was happening. But, you know, let's get the show started. I'll pipe back in later with uh, my findings. Okay. Yeah, All I right, think, Dawn I of the Dead. I think I got my, uh, my copy of it for like a dollar. But, but is it's yours a Blu-ray? Is it it's a VHS? VHS? Yeah. Um, so. The way to watch it. Um, it, was, it was a really good way to watch it. Big, big fan. I don't need, I don't need blue zombies in HD. That's not what I need, you know. <laughs> I do know. Do you guys wow, like this you can movie? really see the paint on the zombies. No. <laughs> you don't like it? Jared, do you like this movie? Oh, he's gone? What is that noise? Did he get up? Are you chewing? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm chewing, I'm yes. not chewing. Who's chewing? I ate a potato chip. Kyle, oh you are a louder chewer than Jared. You're still chewing. <laughs> well, yeah, you put me to shame. I got, oh my God. I got the earbuds Sorry, in, so it's, telling... it's vibrating through my bones up to the ears. Oh, yeah. I was telling Jasmine to turn the TV down because it was loud. Um, I like this movie. I like it a lot. I, um, I think that it's not as... Uh, um, it's, it's, it's fun. It's just really, really, really fun. And I don't know what it is about it, but I just... Uh, I don't know. Okay. Cool. I don't know either. Cause I just I, can't put... I didn't find much enjoyable in this. I, I just think, I don't know, because that's always something I've thought about is like, you know, as a kid, before I'd ever, it, it's just one of these movies where I feel like you get um, an idea of it through like osmosis and 
you just always I even like being in a mall as a child and I'm just like what would it be like if I was the only one in here yeah yeah just like running running around doing crazy shit you know uh flying helicopters and I mean I don't know you you can totally just see the uh the influence this thing has on so many other properties like you know like games and like other shows and just like I don't know like I've I've been starting to play Fallout a little bit more lately, like kind of revisiting that. Oh, which one? Revisiting a lot of games. Uh, Fallout Four. Ooh, good one. And I, there is no mall per se, but you know, it just you know, there's something about running around like a huge ass open area, and you could basically do anything. Just like, oh, I didn't like the cut of your jib, the kid Martin. So I'm gonna blow your head off. The kid mindset of like, oh, what if this could be my little fort, and it could just be you know. What if the park yes. was mine? Uh-huh. Or what if, you know, the the McDonald's I like to go to, what if that was just, like, mine? Mm-hmm. You could live in there and... I own this land now. McRibs for everyone. <laughs> it's no longer seasonal. It's annual. <laughs> and by that, I mean it's every day, not annually. So, <laughs> daily? The McRib is permanent, Yes. Anyway. I don't think I've ever had a McRib. Dawn of the Dead. I don't think I have either. You're not missing out. All right. Do you guys want to hear hear me synop it? Sure. Yes. Yes. Lay it on this. I wrote this a week ago, so I don't know if it's still relevant to today's pop culture. (laughs) All right. So, it's the zombie apocalypse and the world is over. I know it. You know it. The government knows it. What I don't know is what I'm going to do about it. Steven and Fran know what they're going to do, though. They're going to steal a news copter, pick up a couple of their cop friends, and roam the skies fighting crime. (laughs) Their plan works for a while, but then they see a mall and remember that the Forever 21 President's Day sale is happening now. So they have to (laughs) land and go inside. My God! (laughs) The savings, Fran, the savings! Once inside... They realize the mall's a pretty cool place for kids to hang, so they decide to live there. While clearing out all the zombies, Officer Roger bites the big one, by which I mean a big one bit him. And he died. Yes. Ow! Sucks the big one. Our remaining mall rats get super bummed about how easy it is to survive the apocalypse for them, and they decide to play with their helicopter. This catches the attention of the Mad Max extras on the lot next door, who come over and try and storm the mall. Aww. So they're storming the mall, and I look away for a minute, and when I look back, there's the bikers are fighting the zombies with seltzer and pie, so something happened I missed, and I'm not going to go back to figure, find out what. It's just basically them trying to, to steal each other's, uh, they, they just want each other's shelters. Yeah. And, Why uh, were they using Tom seltzer? Hate... Fun. Uh, they were having a good time. Uh, fun. You got yeah, fun like eight of them died this by this order. point, but yeah, let's just chill. It's just fun. Grab the custard pie. <laughs> that part just we, really oh. threw me off, and I was already upset by this point. I understand. All right. So, I hate I hate people with no shopping agenda. <laughs> I'm a roamer. Uh, so Stephen gets shot and eaten, and we're all sad about that. Officer Peter and Fran realize it's no longer cool to hang at the mall, so they get into their copter and they fly to like the beach or like they're gonna hang out behind the school bleachers or something wherever the kids are. The movie ends with Fran being attacked by zombie Reagan. The end. <laughs> oh no Is this she screams the, the giver to, uh, and it gets him expand on that a little more 
He, he like, pops up, and you can tell it's Reagan. And she's like, ah! And then cuts to black. And then, uh, what's the president's Not theme Mr. song? President. Hail to the Chief starts playing over the credits. Uh-huh. And oh, yeah, speaking that's... of the credits, <laughs> did you guys, are you familiar with Robot Chicken? The show, mm-hmm. you know the end credits of Robot Chicken? Where he's like, I did not make that connection to this movie until embarrassingly recently. Wait, what's it's the, the connection? Same song, yeah, I turned it off the, like, the credits rolled. The credits, you know the song that's like... That's the song that's playing over the end oh credits. And that's the song that the chicken is chickening at the end of Robot Chicken. <laughs> it's a lot of chicken. Yeah, I had I no idea. I, I had no clue. It's been too long since I've seen Robot Chicken. I love Robot. Oh, they Chicken. spin a while. Well, I always I they're still making it's episodes. It's been a while since I've seen this, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Is that Tom Savini? Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, I love it when he shows up and shit. He's always wearing a leather jacket. He's yeah. a cool guy. One may argue he's a leather daddy. <laughs> I don't I think that's up for argument. I think that is straight up the angle he's going for. Even still, he just to this like, day, you, you, with his hot wife. I I want him to get a VH1, like, reality-style show, where it's just, like, Savini, like, Savini knows best or something, and it's just, like, <laughs> it's, it's confirmed he's a leather daddy, but, like, all the rest, but there's, like, no sexual meaning behind it it's just like his way of life like him and his family like just they all dress like they're in the opening credits to the girl with the dragon tattoo oh my god and they're just like and it's just like yay leather daddy's home and just like hello leather leather billy leather sally like did you clean up your room yes leather daddy it's like all right leather pie for all of us leather pie and they're just eating leather pie that sounds like a euphemism. It Leather definitely pie. is. I forget what movie I was watching. I don't think it is. I saw him in it, and I was like, oh my god, is that Tom Savini? And then I googled it, and it was. And I can't remember what movie it was. Was it? Like, it was completely out of the blue. Dust Till Dawn? No, I know he's in that one. Was it Maniac? Like, it wasn't something I expected oh. him in. I haven't seen Maniac. Where his head explodes? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a fucking great scene. Oh yeah, that was disgusting. I love that. Yeah, I have no idea. And I think he did a fine oh, job Kyle's... on the makeup in this movie. Yeah. Fine. Oh, absolutely. <coughs> Mine's the blue. Yeah. That's why this movie is so expensive. <laughs> it's $124 new for a standard Blu-ray. Jeez. Jeez and yeah. cripes. But it's because it's, it's because it's got the Tom Savini seal of approval on it. So tell us tell us a little bit about, you know, give us some fun facts or whatever whatever is next on the agenda here, gang. Okay. Um, I'll go first, or I'll be the only one who goes, in true me fashion. Anyway, um... Oh, you. So, the movie was filmed in Pittsburgh and Monroeville, uh, Pennsylvania, which is where both Tom Savini... Tom Savini, if I'm not mistaken, is from Pennsylvania as well, but George Romero... That's where he's from, and that's where he filmed, like, all of his movies. All the extras, all the zombies were friends and family of the cast and crew. And, uh, yeah, so I guess they had a really fun time uh, doing that. 
and Tom Savini. Tom, your wife keeps biting me for real. Tell her to stop. <laughs> and Tom Savini num, chose num, that. Num, num, num. He chose to make the zombies gray because he was like, well, everything was gray in Night of the Living Dead. So maybe I'll just, you know, as sort of an homage to the first movie or whatever, we'll, we'll just make their skin gray. And I guess they weren't looking at the dailies or something. And, uh, they ended up really blue, obviously, on camera. And he says that he kind of regrets that now yeah. because they look so blue. It's like the zombies are blue and the blood is like bright magenta. It's very yeah, the color palette's Italian. A little... I'd, yes. I'd regret it, too, if I made such a basic and extremely visible error on my movie. <laughs> well, you don't know how much he's seeing and... and... Uh, of the dailies well, that, and it just like that's the whole, well, the whole thing is like well if the if it was a small thing like oh like, like there's a coffee cup on the game of thrones banquet table you know that's a small error i can forgive but like what if the main monster of my movie is comically miscolored the entire time like that's a well that's an extreme... they probably were like it's like cows like you know cows uh they just <laughs> use tape a bunch of cats together and they look like cows in the movie yeah. or horses but uh I don't know. I think it's just they. They. I don't. Know, I mean, I don't man. have a problem with it. Like, I, it didn't pull me good. out of the movie at all. Like, it was just like, oh, like that's a dead color. Like, that's. I see it. I accept it, and I move on. Yeah. Um, George Romero is, makes a cameo at the beginning of the movie. He's one of the people working at the TV station. Um. Very very quickly, um, I don't know if you guys noticed him it's I like first two minutes of the movie have. um yeah well, and two of the the two kid zombies uh who were at the airport. Air, the airport those were tom savini's niece and nephew and they're the only zombies <laughs> in the entire franchise who run um everybody else just walks at sort of a glacial pace it's it's really strange to me that's like the I'd, one uh, thing i'd agree I'm with like, that up on. until like like the sixth sequel i think the one with simon baker like there's a smart leader zombie and i think maybe he can run oh no but that's getting into like which one who cares levels of sequels land of the dead maybe or maybe the one after that mm. number six. Oh man like there are too many sequels to this like they stop mattering at a certain point mm-hmm. so it's not like like, if of the first four, like, the ones that matter, I'll say, like, yeah, Tom Savini's kids are probably the only runners. Yeah. But eventually. Yeah. Diary of the Dead's the only one that matters, right? Totally. I did watch that, like, two nights ago. Oh, God, Kyle. Don't mess with Texas, and she drives away. With, do you hate, with banjo do you hate yourself? <laughs> I enjoyed that one more than I remember enjoying it. <laughs> I do. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But that's oh, Diary. God. We're talking about Dawn. Diary of a Wimpy Dead. Yes. <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Dead kid. Yeah. Um. Oh, in my notes here, I wrote, "I'm tired of writing the word zombie." Hilarious. That was funny last Call week, Cammy. For sure. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't get a chance to talk about how I feel about this movie before we did the plot synopsis. And I'm sort of like... Oh, I'm in... sorry. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm sort of like in the middle between 
how both of you feel about this movie because I was just talking to Taylor and I was just, I was watching it just now after I got home from work and it is so hard for me to get into this movie and I don't know why. I just like, first of all, it's like two hours long, right? It's like just over two hours. That's really long. Well, depending on the cut you get, it's two hours, 2.15 or 2.30. Yeah, like that's insane that there's a near three hour cut of this. Considering movie. how basic the plot of this movie is, it just does not make sense to me how long it is. Absolutely. Because we don't I... get a ton of development with the characters, with the plot. It's basically just like they're trying to fight off zombies. Yeah. Of course, like, we have I, stuff going on, like, with the people themselves, but there's only four of them, largely, throughout the entire movie. And, you know, she's pregnant, and they're dealing with that, and they're also dealing with being, you know, picked off one by one. And But I swear, a good 30 minutes of this movie could be cut, and I might like it more. I don't know. Definitely. Like, any time they try and do something like they get to the mall and the two cops like hey let's run down quick and get supplies like that starts a 20 minute action sequence Mm -hmm. that could have been five that i just can't follow it's like why don't just run past them grab a bag of chips and run back like what's why are you locking yourself in a jewelry store no absolutely it's like less is less is more and you know just to you know echo what you were saying cammy i really think that i would have preferred more um development between you know this this group of misfits who are all together Mm -hmm. in this um in this environment in this in this fucking mall because it's like you know like i was saying before it's just like that would seem like a fucking blast but then it just you know you have to weigh the pros and cons of you know an army of the dead outside itching to eat you um and then you got to deal with the whole biker aspect i don't know it's it's a slow burn it and, is. I, and, and I wasn't expecting it for, you know, for the threats to be coming like from every fucking direction. You would think that it wouldn't be as much of a slow burn, but it really is. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the problems I have with this. Yeah. And it's not a slow burn where it's it's more enjoyable. I'd say like The Exorcist. Or, yes. you know, something... There's really nothing building. Exactly. Like, with The Exorcist, you kind of know what's coming, and you're, like, getting more and more scared as the movie builds. But with with Dawn of the Dead, the zombies already exist. They're already here. The threat already exists, you know, from the very mm-hmm. beginning of the movie. So, there's nothing really to build to. It's yeah, a it's sequel. Like it's, it's a sequel, yeah, so you're in the die, middle of it. Yeah. How the hell did this well, happen? Wasn't the whole to the world? Uh, hell filled up. Okay. Okay. Sure. But uh, no, I'm saying like, how did this sickness or whatever get so out of control? These zombies walk. Are you talking about? Oh, oh that's about what you're so slowly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely a. Uh... <laughs> now it could be used I mean, as I... a, a metaphor for COVID because. Everybody's just like, what? I don't know. What should we do? I don't know. What do you think we should do? I don't want to get a shot. I, I'm so, uh. 
if the dead could rise based off of a, you know, a disease or a pathogen now, like I maybe in like 2015 or something, if you asked me that, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. People would probably like probably wear masks and quarantine like they should. And then, you know, (laughs) after the last couple of years, uh, I feel like this, I feel like this world, if there was some kind of disease that would offer the, uh, the reanimation of the dead, uh, I I don't think this would be too far from what would actually happen. But no, it's just that well, I think you, you raise a good point because I oh I'm sorry, go ahead, Kyle. Well, I would say like if the disease creates walking you know zombies, the government could just say like do the easy way out. It's like yeah, let's just shoot everyone who's sick, which they can't do right now. Although I know they want to, <laughs> even if I'm not quarantining, if the the army just rolls into town and shoots everybody with a bite mark, like that solves that town real quick yeah in theory i guess but then you've got people who were like no they're people too jebediah still loves me and then jebediah (laughs) bites her oh god at the beginning whenever that guy takes a giant bite out of his wife's shoulder in the apartment building oh that was horrible every time i see that i'm like i hate it (laughs) i love it and i hate it um I love the racist cop at the beginning. I'm like, there are zombies, I dude. I mean, I, I, He's what I'm saying is, I, I like, I love. It's just so fucking stupid. Like, you have time to be racist when there are zombies about. Please. I'm cool with the racist cop. Like, like you said, like it's it's you a are? character I'm enjoying in this situation. Oh, okay. The one thing I don't like is when the racist character, first five seconds on screen, he essentially looks at the camera and says, "Like, I'm a racist," and oh, then. Yeah. It's like you can be maybe a little more subtle about it. Like, don't have him walk on screaming the N-word. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was the 70s. It was... 1978, yeah. Mm-hmm. It came out the out. same year as Halloween. Huh. Yeah. I, that It, it kind of reminds me of Halloween... Or I shouldn't say Halloween. It reminds me of, like, John Carpenter movies when they're... Um, uh, when they're, you know, all the police officers are in the, uh, uh, like, doing the bust at the very mm-hmm. beginning. Like, just, I don't know, the way that doors and wall and like, did John Carpenter come and uh, set this one up for you boys? Or, like, what happened here? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, what's it called? No, the whole fucking, um, what was I going to say? I can't remember my I'm thought. Sorry. Let's continue. It's okay. Are you eating an apple? Oh, that's the ice in my uh, in my drink. Oh, oh. apple flavored uh, ice. Yes. Daddy's dry. Oh no! I've been drinking <laughs> my pip my pip punch. Wow. My Scotty pip pipper fingers. <laughs> oh dear, Cammy, you have any more facts to bestow to enlighten with? Uh, no. Let's let's move on. Let's talk about things we liked and didn't like about this movie. Ooh, I got one. So, okay. I'm watch I'm watching the movie, and after about 90 minutes, I'm thinking to myself, "Why isn't this over yet?" So I Google Dawn of the Dead, <laughs> and I learned about the the three different cuts, like the the re- film, you know, the theater theatrical release, mm-hmm. the Romero cut, and like the Italian cut or something. Okay. Dario Argento, yes. Yeah, he and so I'm watching the... this, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I'm watching the two hour, fifteen minute version, and I'm reading about it, mm-hmm. and it says like, "Well, in the original." Romero wanted the, you know, uh, is it 
Officer Peter and Fran at the end? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so he says, like, yeah, initially Romero wanted, you know, Officer Peter to be cornered and to shoot himself and for Fran to just give up and stick her head in the propeller blades and die. And then huh. that to be, like, a really sad end to the movie. And people are like, no, like, you got to perk it up a little bit. And so when I got to that scene in the movie of them, you know, cornered in their respective spots, and then Officer Peter just kind of stands up. It's like, I'm going to cowboy this shit and just shoots his way out of a, of his situation. It's like, wow, that's a really thrown together, like, change of the ending. Like, they just, <laughs> oh, he's, well, he, I want him to be sad. No, no, he's happy and he runs and then survives. It was just such a, like, stereotypical, like, action movie, you know, switch just right at the end. Yeah. That made me laugh. Yeah, I don't know if, like, the original pl- plan was for Ken Forey's character to die at the end. Um, I thought it was. It, I didn't want no, to. No, especially since we got the ending of Night of the Living Dead, um, which is just, like, so dismal and so heartbreaking. Um I can't remember the name of the character. What's what's the like the main character besides Barbara? Fran and Simon. In, no, Stephen. in Night of the Living Dead. Oh, wow. Uh, Ricardo. What? Slick Jimmy. <laughs> ben. Ben. It. Dwayne Jones' Muhammad. character, Ben. Um, ben he, Tramper. He dies at the end of Night of the Living Dead and is shot by people who are hunting zombies because they think he's a zombie. And the whole thing is sort of a euphemism yes. for, you know, race relations in the United States. This one, you know, shifted its focus onto, like, consumerism with the whole mall aspect. Every every movie in the, you know, Dead series by George Romero has something to say about, you know a social society. yeah society as a whole um at the time that the movie is being made and i'd say the late 70s were like the beginning of that consumer culture that hit you know 80s 90s mall culture where it's just like consume let's, buy let's go to the mall today yes yeah yeah i i just think that his um they they could have done better at like you know driving that point home or maybe I'm just don't I don't care for like I don't necessarily see the uh, um, I can't necessarily tell the difference between you know uh, subtlety and 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 something that's vague but I mean you know I I I thought that those thoughts came across more vague than subtle because it just kind of seems like these things are slapped together while these people are in the situation, but really you never have like, there's never really like a set conversation or like other than the fact that they are in a mall, like mm-hmm. yeah. And at, that, one, at one point, uh, Steven says like, they can't have it. It's mine when the bikers are taken over. And it's like, I, I guess that's him being greedy, but like, you didn't really set that up very well in, yeah. before this. Yeah. I'm like, it, it, it almost doesn't even like can it, it almost like doesn't even translate based off of like the situation mm-hmm. yeah um earlier in the movie I don't know. that that's just me um I can't remember who asks like why are they just walking around a mall like why are they even here and is it Ken for Ken oh, Forey's character yeah he alive. was like I don't know it just feels familiar to them like it feels you know, like this is where they would be going if they weren't exactly it's in them. Exactly, and so I think that was sort of a, a push toward you know, 
it's so normal to just sort of walk around and shop for stuff. Um, yeah. That it does get ingrained into our brains. So, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, there, there are a few, like, little things here and there, but um, it mostly just feels like a very long zombie movie. And I, very, I wish I liked this long. movie more than I do. You know, because, I, I mean, I Dawn really of the Dead. This, the remake is much better. I still haven't seen it. Sarah Polly and Ving Rhames. What? I haven't seen it. You people. Cammy, especially with your hatred of remakes. Watch The Thing 2011 and watch Dawn of the Dead 2004. I don't hate remakes. I like The Thing You don't watch any of them. <gasps> yeah, no one cares about that one. Ooh. Watch the one with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Nobody cares Ooh, about the one with Kurt right. Russell? <laughs> I'm kidding, but you need to watch popular horror movies. Okay. Oh, my word. I don't think The Thing 2011 was popular, Kyle. I think it had a bigger budget than the original. Oh, I'm sure it did. So they expected it to be popular. Yeah, got me there. But, I mean, it it only had a bigger budget because it was riding off the coattails of the predecessor. Yeah. It had a built-in audience. Blah, blah, blah. Both predecessors. All right, Kyle, we're going to send you... We'll send you a copy of Black Hawk Down, and then everything will be on the glory. I don't want to see Black Hawk Down. I... (laughs) Black Hawk down, won't you come? <laughs> oh, that reminds me. The, the helicopter crashing in Black Hawk down reminds me that the helicopter in Dawn of the Dead does not explode. Oh, yeah. Which is shocking when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, helicopters mm-hmm. always explode. Like, that's a movie law. Yes. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. Jesus Christ. Two years, two years removed yesterday. I can't believe uh, it's yesterday. been two years yeah, oh I remember God. I was working the day that happened at the airport, and uh, oh, like man. we went as soon as we heard about it, like we went online and we looked up the radio transmissions from right before he crashed. They were free, it's free available information. Oh you can listen to any airport Oof. radio ever. Oh uh, my God! And his pilot, like I don't know anything about him, so I don't want to disparage him, but he did not sound like he knew what he was doing. And that really sucks. What sound? It was something like they 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 could. It was like there was a fog advisory, and um, I'm not sure who it was. Like whether it was the pilot who thought he could do it, or if it was like Kobe or someone else on the helicopter mm-hmm. being like, "No, we got a game because they had to get to their kid's game." Uh, and and I don't know if someone was just like, "Just fly, you fly boy, <laughs> you whirly bird," and uh, yeah. But I know there was like some. They were all all planes were supposed to be grounded because he couldn't see, and they like literally crashed into a fucking like cliff or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And I know in in flight school, like one of the things they beat into you is like, hey, like, you know, you can be flying around the present or whatever, but like if you're the pilot, if you say no, that means no. Like, don't ever let them pressure you into killing yourself for so they can make a meeting. Yeah, it's never worth it. Never worth it. No, especially fucking instrument conditions. That shit is scary. Yeah. It's like sitting in your car like, after a heavy snowfall and having none of the windows wiped off. Like, that is the same level of visibility you have when you're flying through a fog. Oh, God. Don't tell me that, Kyle. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it's fucking... Uh, I have to get on a plane soon. I'm not excited. Oh, um... you'll be fine. Statistically, the safest way to travel. Interesting. I know, but I just don't. Want to hear my my fun but disturbing uh, safety travel fact? 
I guess no. I do. Yeah, sure. it's happening, and then we'll go back to the movie. So air, tra- air travel is 99.99% safe. Okay. Which means that uh-huh. one in every 10,000 flights crashes. Given the volume of air travel, like just in the United States, that means there's a fatal crash every three days. Oh, God. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, it is. Look it up. Why do planes usually crash? How can crash? we don't hear about them, though? Uh, pilot error. Oh, my God. Also, like, that includes, like, you know, Johnny Crop Duster getting up in his plane with a bottle of whiskey to just fuck around and he'll crash and die and no you one will You can care. say Harrison Ford. It's okay. He's not going to listen. <laughs> uh, Johnny Crop Duster. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's because you keep eating all those three bean salads at lunch and then... <laughs> You are you are playing the toot flute all third period. Goodness. Whoopsie poopsie. Yeah, I uh, I I think um, are we at the point now where do we want to share? I mean, I feel like we've kind of like laid out a lot of this movie already. Do we want to list favorite scenes or do we just want to go ahead and rate this? Oh, uh, because it's kind of like I were there scenes for me. You guys it all kind of just about? blends together. Yeah, I had the same the same thoughts like. Oh, like, it's been an hour since something happened, and, like, I can't really pick out the scenes. Like, the action scenes are all too long to really yeah. talk about, and everything that happens in between yeah. them is so bland. The best scene, I guess, I think, like... is when the biker gang um, gets into the mall, and they're killing the zombies yeah. and, like, fucking with the zombies, and you're like, what the hell is going on? It's, like, it's it's fun, you know? It, I, I liked... When Tom Savini shows up, the movie gets interesting. Um, I like that aspect of it. And okay, what was with that the, the guy who like was running away but then decided to sit down and put his arm into the um, blood pressure cuff? And then he yes. gets eaten by all the zombies? That didn't make any sense. <laughs> Why did he do that? Yeah, did he need I... to know his blood pressure right then? There That's one of the things part, I don't like about runs into my family. Like I can believe like a biker gang has enough just like guns and violence uh-huh. that they can, you know, take <laughs> a group of unarmed zombies. And I can understand them being overconfident with that, but like they gotta have a plan of attack when they you know, up, up against a thousand zombies at the mall. Uh-huh. Like, they just kinda run in and just have fun. It's like no, like you're not invincible. In fact you are very very invincible. Like yeah. you're going to die unless you f- focus up here. Absolutely. And they just don't. <laughs> I agree. And that's why they fail. That is. That's. Oh, that's very true. Bunch of fucking jabronis. <laughs> but yeah, I like. Well, I think let's that this say movie something is we well can't done, take back. But. But yeah, it's just I just personally, I, I think I'm just not super into zombie movies. Historically, same. I. I don't know. I like Return of the Living Dead. That's like one of my favorite horror movies ever. But, but it's because it's so over the top. That's got a whole lot besides zombies going on in it for, for you to like. Like this is just like, what if there were zombies? And then they don't even elaborate on it. They're just like, these events would probably play out in this way. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Like I, I, it's, I, I know this probably there's probably someone out there listening to this and it's just like you're fucking stupid Jarrett but um um I just think 
I want to know why the zombies are, why they became zombies. Like, I, I would almost rather have it be, like, someone turn this franchise into, like, a... TV series? You know, like a, yeah, like a three-season, se- like, television show where, so like... The Walking Dead? It's in the... Si- <laughs> no, but, like, better. Because, okay. I, I, to be honest with you, The Walking Dead is, like... How, I, that's more of a character it's, study it's than it is a, a zombie. Yeah, the survival. zombies yes. are the background on that show. Yeah, they're the it's reason like, yes, society I would like collapsed. To know why. Yeah, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, you know, I would like to. I would like to see, like, you know, like the how and before. It's almost like I don't know, because this, uh, watching this, reminded me a whole lot of. Uh, I don't know if it was meant to be a parallel to this movie or something, but. Um, the show that I won't shut up about station 11, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, there is a, um, it kind of, it kind of revolves around these like three or four sects of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, like when this kind of global pandemic type thing happens. And uh, so it's already very similar to this, but then, you know, no one, people aren't becoming zombies they're just getting sick. But um, there's a group of people who get stuck in an airport and then they have to like you know figure out how to become, make it a, turn into a society and like fend off, uh, <coughs> fend off bad guys mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I'm just like, I that that is that, and I'm sorry to say this for anyone who loves this movie, but like I would rather watch those people do their thing than watch these people do their thing. Yeah, our people are very normal and like bland like they don't have characteristics that would make them memorable or set them apart from just another guy yeah and i mean maybe that's the point with like everyone except like i don't know because like there's but it's i i would hate to i would hate to think that that was the point to like you know everyone is just you know run of the run of the mill average joe but like then but a lot of the time they keep bringing like race into it as well. So, I mean, I, I feel like by adding that to the equation, then you're all then you're like automatically omitting that like everyone. I just don't think the characters are flushed out. You're right. No, definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. But I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think my favorite part of the movie is when the zombies get in the. Uh, in the fucking mall, and then they're on like the ice rink and shit, like playing with hockey pucks and crap <laughs> like that. Uh, I was like, that's like, aw, that's fun. Yeah, it's a fun movie, but it's also yeah. really like dismal. It's it's a huge bummer. Yeah. And zombie movies usually are like that's. This should be an eighty-minute movie. This is no yeah. right being over and, over ninety minutes. And like when they're they're in the mall, like and they're like settled, like the one guy's dead, but the other three are living life living the big life yep. and then mm-hmm. they look on the radio and it's like oh yes like we have to start eating people to survive and everyone else is just like having a really shitty apocalypse and these yeah. guys are just like oh i feel guilty we're doing so much better than them maybe we should <laughs> leave and die and it's like calm the fuck down oh. yeah like you yeah. didn't do anything to them you didn't you know steal them all and hide away like this is just a spot you picked exactly like it was a good dying. idea yeah. yeah. Congratulations, you win at surviving for the most part. Yeah. And like, as they say, you can find it all at the mall. So how long were they there? 
It has to have been a couple Fran months. Was ever visibly pregnant? She is like, toward the end of the movie. Um, I feel like we get a bit of a time lapse, and she's she looks like she's like maybe two or three months further along than she was at the beginning. Okay, so they weren't there for very long. Yeah. Um, before it all collapsed. They got to hang out a little bit, but like I was wondering if I, I don't know if I missed like. I don't know if it was just implied how long they had been there by her baby bump or if they had actually said it out loud. I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't think they ever specifically say it. I think it's just kind of like, oh, she's more pregnant. So they've been here yeah. a minute. Okay, cool. Um, I th- I, yeah, I, I don't want to sit here and shit on this movie um, because I don't think I Why don't not? think it's bad. You know, it's just, it, for some reason, yeah, it's just it's... really hard for me to pay attention to it. Um, I would say it's, it's a chapter in, like, in the book on zombie, the, the zombie genre. Yes. It's not a good, like, a particularly good chapter, but, to, like, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's yeah. there. I mean, this it laid movie the fucking is, groundwork. Yeah. People fucking love Dawn of the Dead. Um, but, yeah. I'm pretty sure, know. like, what, didn't, like... Didn't fucking like Dario Argento make like a sequel to this too, and it's just called like Zombie. Zombie with an I, no Zom- E. Two. Yeah, yeah. Zombie, I think that Zombie Two came out before this, didn't it? I'm sorry, I was just reading through the Wikipedia and it said something about that. Hold on. I don't know. I thought he made it after. Oh, I thought it was it. supposed to be like a sequel. Oh, okay. But there's Maybe also Day of the Dead too. But I've oh, never yeah, seen that. Oh yeah, Zombie was '79, so the following year. Um, yeah, with Zoics. That's Luci- that's Lucio Fulci though. Night Dante. Not Dario Argento. Oh, okay. So maybe no, I'm I thinking got, of a okay. different. Maybe uh, it's a different movie. Land. These goddamn Italians! I swear <laughs> to God. Always causing trouble. What with their big ZD. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making that this weekend. I don't. I don't eat brains when they're expecting <laughs> rain. When they're predicting rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Olivia. You're talking through your head. Uh, oh. Sopranos. I saw the movie. It was good. Good. You like the movie, Kyle? Yeah. Got to see some scenes oh, that's good. that they've talked about, like, take place. That was neat. <laughs> Polly Walnuts wasn't in it, which was a huge disappointment. Oh. He was in it. For, like, a second, I think. He, Yeah, he was, uh... Like, maybe someone leaned over the table very... and shouted, Polly. Like, that was the extent of it. No, he said some racist things to uh, Leslie Odom Jr. <laughs> I, that was Polly Walnuts. Yeah, whatever. Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I think the the remake is much much better. I think you got you should both watch it. Yeah, there's stakes in that movie. The characters have arcs, and you know, yeah, the, oh, the, they're explored completely unlike this one. And. I mean, totally shit on it all you want, because I agree. I, at the end of the day, I don't think that's a good movie really either, but it's it's leaps and bounds better than this. This yeah. is, this is I don't know. and But but then you would say, like, you know, this is leaps and bounds, too, better than fucking, um, ah, what's it, Plan 9 that we tried watching <laughs> yeah. the other day. And, oh, my God. We turned it off halfway I through. never I never knew how bad that was. Like, it's just like. Cam, he just kept narrating, it's night, now it's day. Now <laughs> yeah. it's day, night. and now it's night. And I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> that is Bella Lugosi. Oh. <sighs> That's not Bella Lugosi. 
Okay, now that's Bella Lugosi. Um, I'm ready now. It's, yeah, Plan 9 is... It's... It's trash. It's just barely so bad it's good. Like, if you are willing to sit down and watch it and really, like, pay attention to it, it's hilariously bad. But if you get lost on, like, the plot quote plot at all you're gonna have a bad time um i prefer watching that movie with like the riff tracks guys definitely talking over it or inebriated yeah, <laughs> yeah. or with another louder movie played above it <laughs> picture in picture or, or or turn it off in the middle and, and, and try to put on peacemaker <laughs> which is what we did and that was oh yep. man was not expecting to have a good as good of a time as I did. Good. But. I'm glad you liked it. Oh man, it was great. Is there anything uh, else you want to say about want... this or do we want to start wrapping it up? I don't want people to be mad at us. <laughs> well, they if they're mad at us, they can go on YouTube, they can watch the whole movie and they can be like, "Oh wait, no, no, they were right." Like this uh, is. Uh-huh. Well, then they can pull their paid their Patreon pledge. Oh wait, they don't give us anything. <laughs> so they might. Five Patreon.com slash Spooky Time. Yusuf is typing. <laughs> <laughs> Yusuf has entered the chat. <laughs> oh, 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 Yusuf. Bless, bless his soul. Oh, okay. Do you want, are we going to go ahead and rate this bad boy then yeah, too? Rate it. Uh, yes. Rate me. One through five zombies, or if it's the greatest thing you've ever seen, it gets the patented fly girl. Screwdriver the, the dong in the brain. of the dead. Oh. Uh, it gets the. It gets the the the, the, uh, the Savini. The Savini. Okay, cool. The Savini weenie. <laughs> I'm gonna give uh, this go one. First. I'm going. I'm doing it already, Kyle. I'm <laughs> gonna give this one a three. Big old three. Three trays. For, for me, personally. 1.8. 1. 1.8. 1. 1. Shut up. You went from <laughs> the beginning of this episode saying that you really like this movie to a 1.8. Come on. Did you say that? And then I did say yeah. that. I liked how. Um, you don't have to change You know what? Your I think opinion. I bespoke. You don't have to do that. We're not going to get mad at you. just all the things you. we were saying to. I, I know, but all the things we were saying and just like thinking about it, I'm just like, I was bored. <laughs> Point eight. Come on. I'll give it a. I'll give it a George. two. It gets a two. Okay. Fine. George. <laughs> Kyle. Uh, I Why would. Why did I say that at the beginning? <laughs> I would give it a one, but I like zombies, so it's a two. Two Jesus zombos. Jesus Christ. You'd Total be of surprised seven. how little this movie I actually remember seeing seven out of 15 you failed jimmy you failed oh God. you lose good day sir um i found our my my stash of spooky time podcast stickers uh in my house so if Ooh. anyone wants a sticker if you're listening to this show right now uh dm me at magic ghost baby on instagram your or you know twitter you can do that on twitter too dm me your address, and I will send you a sticker. We've got like a billion of them. Should they DM Spooky Time yes, too? Okay, maybe? but you have to use a secret password in your DM, and that secret password is. Hmm. 
Cram blabbler. That's hard to spell. <laughs> Let's try the again. Savini. Um, they have Mayor to say McCheese. The Savini. Mayor McCheese. I love that. DM me the words Mayor McCheese followed by your home address. And I will and send you a Spooky Time podcast sticker. This is only available. This this offer is limited until the end of February. <laughs> till the end of this sentence. Send me one, too. The end of February is when this cuts off. But if you listen to this episode before February 28th, it's not a leap year. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'll send you a sticker to it. Man, we need to get an online store. Oh, geez. <laughs> no, we don't. Do we? Start making some, <laughs> Do we? Sh- start making some shirts. Uh, that's a plan for the future. Wee. But we live in the now. <sighs> Jared, where can we find yeah. you? Uh, Twitter, at Jared Miller. Jared underscore Miller. Cammy, where can we find you? I already you? said that. So, Kyle, where can we find you? Oh, Kyle, where can we find you? Oh, uh, this week it's going to be Instagram. Old man yells at clouds. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Words. Can't wait. I have a system now to keep track of what license plates I've posted and what I haven't. Oh. It's shockingly more complicated than it needs to be. Instagram's a piece of junk. Okay. Uh, I would think you would delete the photos you've already uploaded. I want to make sure they're not lost in case my Instagram gets taken down. <laughs> oh yeah because you're posting that hard-hitting content i that... like that it's a collection <laughs> i don't want to lose my collection okay that's fair that's fair uh yeah i got license plates i'm gonna i still have a hundred more to upload before i'm, I'm halfway caught up no Jesus legs Christ. too oh yeah that one i gotta fucking collect all the ones for my text messages and shit <laughs> god damn this is why i can't just oh. not stop doing it for a year at a time Oh my gosh! Well, if you want to donate, right, we'll be back next week. If you want to donate to our Patreon, movie. oh, don't do that. No, don't do it. We did a good <laughs> job. What? <laughs> do it. Patreon.com/slash/SpookyTimePodcast. We got shows. We got episodes of those shows, numbering anywhere from six to eighteen. It's a good old time. Um, I was gonna say something and it's gone. Jarrett, say something. Um, something. But yes, if you lo- if you're so inclined, you get such a lovely full length backlog, so many uh, little mini series shows on our Patreon, patreon.com slash spooky time podcast. Uh, Five dollars or more gets you uh, a fat stack of all that good stuff. Uh, everything, in fact. Uh, and, you know, if you're interested to hear what our thoughts were previously on Dawn of the Dead, uh, for our original review several years ago, uh, $1 gets you that show soon to be on Patreon. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Do we have anything else we want to say before we uh, uh, f- try to find it all at the mall? <laughs> uh, next week, to keep up with our consumerism theme, I guess, uh, They Live by John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. So be ready for that. Oh, yeah. So, I love that movie. Can't wait. I just got my. I just bought a John, not a Funko Pop, so Aww, I'm sitting pretty so ready what? for this shit. I know <laughs> they have. They have so many. The, the comic book store out by me has so many great Funkos. You would shit a brick wow. if you saw them all. Funkos. Funko City. Funko City USA. All right. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Bye.